The show that is dumbing down America, one listener at a time. <laughs> this is your host, Brom French. It is great to be back with you. If you want to reach me, you can reach me at 210-854-8029. Or you can reach me at email, bromfrench at mail.com. Send me a text. Give me something to ignore and help me feel important. <laughs> this week, listen to this. This is crazy. This week, we are having a guest. It has been a long time since we've had a guest. Most guests that we trick to come onto the show have never heard the program. <laughs> but we have a guest that has agreed to be on this show with us. I don't want to give anything away. I'm just uh, excited and can't wait for the interview. And so uh, listen up for the next week or so. We'll see if we can get him on. We're going to shoot for tomorrow. Hopefully that works. And <laughs> he has listened and still agrees to come on. That part cracks me up. Something else going on in the news. The <laughs> Republicans have another debate that is scheduled to happen this Wednesday of all places on CNN. And uh, you can't get much more left in CNN except for maybe MSNBC. But the Republicans are meeting at with CNN at the Reagan Library, and uh, they will be having another debate. Good news, bad news. I'll give you some good news. Rick Perry has pulled out of the race. That, my friends, is fantastic news. Tremendous news. <gasps> what do you mean, Brom? Didn't he really make Texas something? Yes, the buffoon. He made Texas a laughing stock with his ignorant rules and laws and regulations and uh, trying to make me vaccine my children, my daughters for sexually transmitted diseases. He is finally out of the running, thank God. Unfortunately, I heard on the news that he will not be out of the news. They're still going to talk about him. Um, I hope that is not the case. As little as I hear from him, the better. And uh, somebody out there is thinking, oh, but it's Rick Perry. He's a Republican. And, um, oh, isn't wasn't he great? Um, there are some other stories that I could tell. I, I One in particular, I remember a... Uh, no, never mind. <laughs> I'll let it be. There are some other things that we have to look forward to during this debate. Donald Trump will be there, I think. And uh, if you want to see a circus, watch CNN Wednesday night. <laughs> For sure, it will be a circus. And what a, uh, you know, there's a new saying going around saying it's not, my circus, they're not my monkeys. Well, if you're a Republican, unfortunately, these are our monkeys. And <laughs> if you want to know what your monkeys are saying, what they're doing, and how they're acting, tune in. I will say Ben Carson is still uh, the man of the hour. Ben Carson and even Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz having uh, events where he shows up with Donald Trump, and they asked him, what are you doing? Why are you showing up with Donald Trump? And he says, 
One thing I like, Donald. Nothing wrong with saying that. And then he said something else that was very smart. He said, and everywhere Donald goes, there's 10 cameras. <laughs> In other words, I'm getting free publicity. Smart move, smart move. And instead of trashing Trump and uh, as some of these others, I fear Rand Paul has shot himself in the foot by attacking uh, the Trumpster. And uh, he was trumped. He trumped himself, unfortunately. I tell you what, let me take a break. And when I come back, we will go through the Bible in a quadrillion years. Hold on just a second. Will someone shut that man up? Never! Never! Here we are in Acme's new division, Army Surplus Inc. We have what you need. Here we've got a spokesman and a longtime customer, Marvin. How are you doing, Marvin? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Really great. So, uh, what product are you selling? Well, right now we have what we call the MP2 Space Modulator. If you're looking for something to go kaboom, this is what you need. All right. So, uh, those of you conspiracists and uh, wacko, nutso Martians? Okay. <laughs> then uh, this is what you need. Remember, Acme is your new home for Army Surplus. And remember, if you need to find an earthquake that you don't come then you can do space modulator is what you need. And we are back, and we're about to go through the Bible in a quadrillion years. We are in Genesis, Genesis 32, picking up at verse number 7. The Bible says this, Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people that was with him, and the flocks and the herds and the camels, into two bands, and said, If Esau come to the one company and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which saidest unto me, Return unto thy country, and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies, and of all the truth which thou hast showed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I am become two bands. Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. And thou saidest, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for the multitude. So we're going to back up. If Let me give a fresh reminder real quick what is going on here. He has left Laban. Jacob has left Laban. Now Laban's chased him. He's caught him. They've made a truce or a treaty between the two. And now he has continued on the journey. He is looking to find his brother Esau. And now Esau's heard. Esau's coming with 400 men. He's coming to devour him. At least that's what's going on in Jacob's mind. Jacob is panicking understandably. You got to think Jacob really did his brother raw. He gave him a raw deal. Not once, but at least twice. He's deceived him. He's tricked him. 
and now he's having to meet him, but Esau's coming with 400 men. And so that's where we pick up verse number seven. Jacob is greatly afraid. He's distressed, the Bible says, and he's divided the people that were with him. So now he's broken them up into two camps. And with these two camps, not only has he divided the people, but he's divided the flocks. He's divided the herds and the camels into these two bands. And he is saying, if Esau will come to the one company, at least I'll still have half of my possessions. If I lose half of it, it's better than losing all of it. And think, stop and think real quick. Have you ever done that? I can tell you I've done that. If I'm going to lose something, I don't want to lose everything. So let's cut our losses. This is exactly what's going on in Jacob's mind. Jacob is saying, I want to cut my losses so that they're not too big. And he says, if Esau come to the one company and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. So at least I'll have something left. But verse number nine, we see a change that has come upon Jacob. Because the Bible said, and Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which said unto me, return unto thy country, to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. This kind of cracks me up. Stop and think. God told him to go, and God says, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to bless you. <laughs> but now he hears his brothers coming, and he has placed himself at the voice of God. He has placed himself in an uncomfortable situation. If you listen to the voice of God, it won't take long before the voice of God will place you in an uncomfortable situation. It won't take long before you find yourself in a place you would rather not be as you've hearkened to the voice of God. This is exactly where Jacob is. He has hearkened to the voice of God and now he is in an uncomfortable place. And he's praying. He says, God of my fathers, I'm calling out to you. Return. You told me to return to my country. You said to return to my family. You said you're going to deal with well with me. But now I'm not worthy of the least of all the mercies. In other words, I've messed up too many times. I failed too often. Does he not just describe each and every one of us? We are not worthy of his mercies. We've messed up too many times. And of all the truth which thou hast showed unto thy servant. In other words, all the truth you've shown me, I don't deserve any of it. For with my staff I passed over Jordan, and now I'm become two bands. I don't deserve any of this. Now I'm two bands. It's, it's bad, but God, I don't even deserve your mercy. I don't deserve the good. I've got the bad, but I don't deserve the good. And then he turns around and says, deliver me. I pray thee from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. Deliver me. So now his prayer is, God, you see where I am. I don't deserve your mercy. I am yet calling for your mercy. Deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him lest he will smite me. That would have been bad enough. But now he's got two wives and he's got a whole slew of children. And he says, lest he'll come and kill me and then kill my wives with my children. And thou sayest, remember, he's still praying. He says, and thou saidest, saidest, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed of the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. God, you promised me 
that you're going to bless me. I don't deserve your mercy. I don't deserve your grace. I don't deserve it. But God just said it. And so I'm going to hold on to it. Does he not just describe in his own life where you and I are? We don't deserve his goodness. We don't deserve his grace. We don't deserve the compassion. Truth be told, he should have looked over at somebody else and said, I'll give it to you. But he looked our way and said, I'll have mercy on who I'll have mercy. And he gave us mercy. And so we, like Jacob, see things that put fear in our heart and in our mind. And we say, oh, forget it. It's all over. But if God ever called you and he's telling you to go to an uncomfortable place, if you'll go, he's going to take care. He's got provision enough. And he's going to put grace and peace there. And he's going to give you mercy. Thank you for listening. And we will talk to you later. Will someone shut that man up? Never! Never!